Hey there, we at Blue Wire wanted to thank you for your continued support of this podcast. With over 90 podcasts across our network, we are committed to bringing you great content to fill that sport-shaped hole in your heart. To find more Blue Wire pods, search for us on iTunes or check out bluewirepods.com. And remember, one day sports will return and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening. On to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 16 of Land Parties from the Las Vegas Review Journal. And this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. I am your host, Lucas Agan, and joining me as always is Ryan Smith. Ryan, how's it going today? Uh, it is going well. It has been a heck of a weekend here in the uh, gaming news. There's been a ton of announcements from Game Fest, uh, new games, GDC going all digital. Um, I, it, I, I'm excited to get into the conversation. Uh, obviously, not only that, but uh, joining us uh, today, we've got a special guest. Uh, Katie Benz uh, played Stephanie Steph Gingrich. And uh, life is strange before the storm. So I- I'm excited to uh, uh, sit down and-, and talk with her and have her as part of the show. Uh, let me ask you real quick, Lucas, how was your weekend? What did you get into? Yeah, my weekend was good. My weekend was good. I, I went back and hit Pokemon a-, um, a lot this weekend and mm-hmm. uh, still on that smash grind, too. So I'm still uh, just-, just plugging away at that understandable uh all right we we said we're going to jump right into this interview we don't want to wait uh katie again thank you so much uh for joining us uh taking the time out of your busy schedule to be a part of the podcast uh we really appreciate it yeah of course thank you for having me this is exciting i like this it's fun to be on here absolutely so we're let's jump right into it you played steph gingrich correct on life is strange before the storm i don't know if you guys are familiar uh with the game series at all i played a little bit of it i played before the storm and uh i had gotten it really for my girlfriend uh but i kind of snuck in started playing a little (laughs) bit i want to go back it's such a good story how did you kind of uh find your way into this role Yeah, definitely. Um, So I am an actor who moved out to Los Angeles um, back three years ago. And uh, right when I moved out here, I was just like super gung ho. And I was just applying for a bunch of different audition, like uh, auditionings and all that kind of stuff online. And I basically just came across Life is Strange, but I didn't know it was Life is Strange on a casting website. And I self-submitted myself and I got an audition and then I went in and I got a call back and then I got the role. And the whole time I had no idea that it was Life is Strange until about a month before it released. Had you played the series or any of that? I hadn't, uh, I hadn't. Oh, this, okay. is, this is something that uh, like a lot of people who meet me now um, don't really know, but I was not necessarily a gamer before I started, before I did Life is Strange. And Life is Strange got me into Twitch and got me into gaming. Um, of course, when I was younger, like I played Spyro and I played you know, Crash Bandicoot and like, you know, my brother's Vice City, you know, GTA Vice City (laughs) and Call of Duty and that kind of stuff. But um, it wasn't like as soon as I like, you know, got into high school and college and stuff, I didn't do any kind of games. And so um, even two and a half years into streaming on Twitch, I, uh, you know, I'm still learning about games, certain games that I haven't played yet or types of games that I haven't played yet. So 
but I love it. And you, so you so, and you mentioned Twitch, and we we kind of we, we kind of introduced people to uh, Twitch here a little bit uh, here last week, just talking with uh, uh, some other uh, streamers and whatnot. I know that you're a Twitch partner. Um, mm-hmm. what, what has that journey been like for you, as far as trying to getting into this world of gaming, starting to build out a community, um, and and really putting yourself in there? Definitely. Um, well. Life is Strange really gave me a boost in the very beginning, um, and it was something that I didn't know. I didn't know what Twitch was before, um, and I was introduced to it and told that I should do a playthrough of Life is Strange on Twitch. And there was I didn't know what playthrough meant. I didn't know what Twitch meant. I didn't know any of that kind of stuff. And uh, so I went on another channel and then at, like made my own account, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. I started I started streaming from my phone in my kitchen. Um, and doing more like just chatting kind of IRL stuff. And then eventually got a PS4 and um, played on the PS4 uh, for a very, very, very long time. I actually got I bought, got partnered on a PS4, which is crazy. Um, but I have Life is Strange and Life is Strange community to thank for that. It what I like they I got such a, a boost from that. Um, uh, and it's I mean, it, streaming is, is a struggle. You know, I think that um, I mean, you're also a streamer, so I think you understand like the ups and downs of streaming. Um, it's something that isn't, you know, isn't an easy sale. It's always it's always a roller coaster. You know, there's there's good months, there's bad months, and like as much as you put into it is as much as you get out of it. So it's definitely been a journey. Uh, I, I applied for partner three times before I got accepted, and uh, we just kept pushing as a you know a community. And, you know, it was like that, what they say, like the partner push, like, it, it, you know, we were all there trying to get that. I think that I got partnered um, right before it got really hard to get partnered, because I think now it's really hard to get partnered. Um, it, I just have friends that it's just like impossible and they're having to apply six times to finally get partnered. Um, so, yeah. And and very quickly, what what does it mean exactly uh, to be partnered on Twitch? Yeah, so it's it's just it's verification. Um, you get better payouts. You have more emotes. Um, there's there's just more. It's 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 more or less verification, showing that hey, this is a you know not not necessarily legit, but like this is a streamer that hey, like this is a verified partner. Um, check them out. You know, um, they get they get um, better payout, more emotes, um, and it's just. Yeah, I, I guess more opportunity in the world just to be seen as somebody who, you know, is is active as a streamer and um, accepted as that, I guess, by Twitch. Um, but I think it's really great that Twitch created the affiliate program because it's, it's it's hard to become a partner. It's really, really hard. Reaching 75 concurrent is 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 so it's almost impossible. And even once you become a partner, like you'll see a lot of partners. And, and before I was a partner, I would look and I would see why does this person only have 20 like viewers and they're a partner? Because it, it, it happens. That happens. You know, like there's times where I'll have 50 or sometimes even 40. And I'm sure people think the same thing of me, but it's like, it just happens. You know, you get partnered and sometimes your views drop. Um, so the affiliate program is great because um, people are being recognized, you know, for their hard work because, and the thing is, and, and I like to say too, like, it doesn't matter if you're not partnered. It really doesn't matter. It's just a check mark, you know. It's a great, it's a great accomplishment and achievement that you know, as a streamer, you can make and you can reach for, and a goal that you can reach for. But um, I've had people, friends, that have just can't get partnered, and they get so down on themselves. And I'm like, it's not, 
it doesn't matter if you're partnered or not. You know, people right. are, people still think you're an awesome streamer. You still, you know, it's a full-time job for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like it's it's really just verification. You know, if you weren't a, a gamer kind of before this project, has your experience streaming has that kind of altered your your plans, future plans? Has that kind of changed the the what you're looking to do kind of going forward at all? Oh my gosh, I don't even know what I want to do with my life. <laughs> uh, so I moved out here for acting, and and um, <clears throat> especially during like this pandemic and everything, that's all kind of come to a halt. Mm-hmm. Um, but even starting to stream on Twitch like you have to put a lot of effort into Twitch. And so it's, it's stopped a lot of, you know, acting progress. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just really love Twitch. I really love what, what it's about. I find a lot of enjoyment in gaming. Um, I, I think that like playing a game and I like, you know, like RPG, like choose your own adventure, like, you know, those kind of games where I can get into the mind of a character. And I'm like, this is better than a movie, you know? And I really enjoy those kind of games and uh building a community on twitch has just been amazing and i just like want to keep growing that i guess um it's such a weird thing streaming is such a weird thing (laughs) like just the concept of it so moving forward i definitely want to continue to stream Mm -hmm. on twitch um 100 and see you know where that goes um you know the streaming world could change in two years we we don't know you know so you know, if I could touch on Life is Strange just a little bit there, uh, when you were playing through it, why do you think those games have kind of struck such a chord with, with fans? And when yeah. you were developing your character, what was the most interesting or fun part that you had a- about developing her? Yeah, so that game, um, and Lucas, I don't know if you've played it ever. I have, um, yep. Okay, cool. So you understand, like, it's about literally every single possible issue that could happen in like a, a teenager's life, right? Right. Like, it's everything. And I think it's it's super relatable. And um, I mean, you've got drugs, you've got death, you've got sexuality, you know, you've got, you know, friendships, relationships, like all of this, you have everything that that, you know, like, that a child could deal with, and how they, you know, operate through that. Um, and you get to experience that through, you know, in the first game, you know, Max and then and before the storm, Chloe and um, and even like how it's developed on with Life is Strange 2. Um, it's it's just it's amazing. And these games really, really hit hard with people. Um, I most of the community that I have is is from Life is Strange. So I have a very empathetic community because these people like they have they feel they feel very hard. A lot of them, you know, have dealt with sexuality. Um, a lot of them have come out because of this game. Um, and so, and, or a lot of them have had, you know, um, parental issues or, you know, you know, suicidal thoughts, all these kinds of things. And this game has helped them through that, which I mean, that's amazing that a video game can help people through those kinds of issues. Um, as far as development of my character, Steph, you know, was, she was a a supporting character. She had one scene where it was like, okay, this, this, this cool character, this chick, she's like here to help Chloe. Like, however, like Chloe, if Chloe needs her help, Steph's there. Um, but developing her, you know, she's basically this rock. Uh, she's, you know, a surefire, you know, she's a surefire lesbian. She like knows what she wants. She knows how to get things. Um, she's, you know, a great friend. 
And a lot of people have told me that like Steph really like Steph really helped them be like again with the sexuality stuff because she was so sure about how she was and who she was. And um, the fact that like she was so blunt about like, hey, like I like, you know, this person. But like if you don't want if you if that's fine, like I can back out like she had no problem just saying, hey, I like this person. You know, she's just she's out there and um, developing her. You know, I wasn't given too much because I didn't really know the series beforehand. Mm-hmm. I just knew that she was this D&D, you know, drama nerd, um, you know, just basically that's basically what I knew. And so I got to develop her from that. And then as the as the recordings went on, um, new things were added. Uh, we actually added the second um, D&D gameplay after the first one came out and it was so um like it was it was so loved amongst the fan base um but yeah i just had a lot of fun with stuff i think that her language is obviously very colorful because she was a DD um you know dungeon master uh but yeah it was just really cool to be able to be an advocate for you know the lgbtq plus um community that's just really fantastic um so yeah when you started to get that kind of feedback and you started to hear these stories and how, how this game helped inspire people or, or gave them more courage, what, what is that like for you to hear that? That was, it was amazing. I had no idea that this, I had, like I said, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I didn't know that this game was, you know, a triple A game from the original one. I had no idea. I didn't know the response it was going to get. Um, and then when I saw all that stuff and I've, I mean, I've received letters from people saying, thank you. And I'm like, I just, I just did the voice, you know, like I just, but, but they connect so much with the voices. And then because I'm a streamer on Twitch, they connect even more with that. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. I just think it's amazing. I am so honored and grateful to be a part of something like that. Like for, for deck nine and Square Enix to, you know, include me in that had, was amazing. It was amazing. So, um, yeah. And I just hope that I can continue, you know, inspiring people and, and helping people through issues by streaming myself on Twitch. So, well, I think you touched on a good point too, especially as far as with the gaming community, what these games and what kind of impact they have on people and how they really can touch people's lives and then you take that and you couple that with something like twitch where now you're connecting even more with this character or this person that that played this character you know because people are feeding for they want that 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 to be able to connect with other people Mm -hmm. um you know so being able to have those two together uh is is absolutely amazing and i and i kind of want to segue into uh another project that uh just kicked off uh recently uh called mishmash tv uh tell us a little bit about that i think this is uh fantastic obviously i am also a part of it uh so of course i'm gonna say that (laughs) no definitely yeah i know say it like that's what we like love no that's awesome yeah um so um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you our vision, our mission, and our goal, and that can give you a good idea of all of that. Um, yeah, so Mishmash TV, our vision for Mishmash TV is working to bring you around the clock quality content while introducing you to new streamers we believe deserve more exposure. Our mission is to find streamers with great personalities, aka Smitty, right here. <laughs> uh, content yeah. engagement to create a fun, interactive, and entertaining atmosphere on our channel. Um, Our goal is bringing you a wide variety of personalities, games, talents, hobbies, discussions, experiences, watching this collective um, of awesome content creators. 
Um, so yeah, myself and King Kov, um, we started this, we started delving into this like five months ago and then we eventually finally just launched it. Um, Kov has done a lot of, uh, like together we've just created the whole thing. We've done, Kov has done so much of the back end stuff of this and um, just awesome to work with. And uh, we together have just brought on so many people um, and it's basically, we, w- we want to give recognition to people who we think deserve that because we know that the discoverability on Twitch is just kind of, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't, it, how, you know, it's, it doesn't, there's no, there's no rhyme to it, right? Yeah. There's no, it's just such a weird thing. So how are people going to really find you, you know? And so we thought that creating this channel and bringing everybody's communities together will then make it bigger and hopefully it will blow up. Um, so that's kind of our idea. And um, yeah, like I said, um, Cobb and I have been working on this for a long time and it's crazy that we just were able to launch it. Um, and I mean, he's just he's just on there like making it like everything. Like, I mean, we're getting everything like automated in the chat. Like, it's just like, it's it's crazy like how real it is and how professional this is just from because i've never done anything like this i've never done like a producing side you know i've always been Mm -hmm. kind of in front of it and that's something that really interested me and that's something that interested him too was to create a project from behind um and so it's just really cool and he's just like his he's just really really has a great idea about this entire series um and it's just been awesome to work alongside this and to meet all of the creators i mean i'm just looking at our page right now and it's just like I love it, dude. I love it. I love this. I think that community on Twitch is super important. And I think that networking and connecting on Twitch, I mean, everyone hates the word networking, right? But it's like in this industry and in like an on-camera industry, you have to, you have to do that or else Absolutely. like, and there's people who like swear against it. Like, I'm not going to network, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's like, okay, <laughs> well then you probably aren't going to get very far. Um, like just being brutally honest. Cause that's what you have to do. You have to find other people that are like yourself and, you know, watch them and eventually become friends with them and collaborate with them. Um, and that's only going to grow your channel and that's only going to grow somebody else's channel. And so to, you know, bring 23 different creators together, I mean, you guys, you guys are like popping off with Overwatch. Like you found more people that you like to play Overwatch with. Like, how cool is that? You know, like our discord is like literally like, it's so crazy. Everybody's finding people. And like Kov and I was playing, we're playing league with like Wildy and, and other people the other night, like we're, you know, this is what it's supposed to be like. And eventually we can stream and collaborate. And, and so it's happening so quickly. It's just crazy to see everything that we envisioned from the beginning actually becoming reality. Yeah, and it, it was fantastic. I mean, I remember when you when when uh, you had hit me up at first. I was just like, "Is this a uh, what is this?" What is- <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, like that was something we were just like, uh, "How do we make this not look like a spam message?" Because <laughs> I was, yeah, I was like, "I don't, we don't know." We like literally went through so many different like uh, re like redos of the of the message to make sure it wasn't going to look like that. But it's so funny, mm-hmm. actually. I I found you uh, because I was I found another channel or a channel was recommended to me. I think somebody recommended a channel and then I went to that channel, but they were off and they were hosting you. I have no idea who it was. They were hosting you. And I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> and then I came in and I was like, I like him. I was like, I like him. And I was like, Kov, check this guy out. Do you like him? And he's like, yeah, he, saw, he looks cool. He looks awesome. And then, yeah, we literally like went through hundreds of hundreds of Twitch channels, hundreds, like just scouring 
like going literally to the browse section or going to like, you know, like the discovery section and just like mm-hmm. looking for people that, you know, had, you know, not like not huge numbers, you know, we didn't want partners. We wanted people who really like we found and we really thought deserved to get more recognition for their hard work that they do on Twitch. And like, yeah, so we just went through so many. It's crazy. It's been a long, long time coming. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been, it's been, and, and again, I'm excited for the, for, the, I mean, this is just the beginning of that journey. So. Oh yeah. Um, oh, hundred you know. percent. Like we, yeah, like we, we don't know. Yeah, we didn't know. We had such a crazy week. I mean, we reached affiliate in four days. Like that doesn't happen. Crazy. What? But it's Crazy. because of like you guys and the community is all coming together. And that's what's so cool. If you like watch any of the streams, like people from all over our communities and even people that have just recently found us are in there. Like it's not just one person's community. It's everybody's, you know, come together. Exactly. And that's what's like insane. It's just cool to see what we thought was going to happen actually happen. And to imagine it coming, you know, and, and developing to something bigger is really cool for us. I agree 100%. Uh, again, uh, Lucas, did you have uh, any other questions that you wanted to ask Katie? No, no. That, that What you guys are involved in sounds awesome. I'm glad that it, it's going so well for you guys, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, uh, Katie, where can we find you? Where can we find you on the socials, uh, Twitch, and all that stuff? Yeah, so um, Katie Benz on Twitch, Katie Benz on Twitter, um, and yeah, that's basically just Katie Benz. Um, and then if you guys want to check out Mishmash, it's Mishmash TV, um, on Twitch. And then all of our socials are through the channel on there. So hopefully we'll see you guys checking it out. Awesome. Let's get into it, uh, uh right now though. I want to talk about, I want to get into our first topic here. Uh, I was doing a little bit of, uh, research and whatnot and, and just kind of looking, looking around, seeing what's going on. And I saw that, um, I believe, uh, Jeff Keeley, uh, is involved with this. There is something that started, uh, this past, uh, Monday called, uh, Summer Game Fest. It's essentially a four month uh, I don't want to call it an event per se, uh, but my understanding is that they're going to have uh, different reveals. They're going to have in-game content that they're going to be providing to people, um, all kinds of things. Now, now Jeff Keighley is also responsible for the video game awards, uh, so we know that he likes to go big with things. Uh, you got all kinds of developers that are in on this: Activision, Blizzard, uh, CD Projekt Red, uh, among uh, you know, among uh, many other ones. Uh, what are you guys? I wasn't sure if you guys got a chance to uh, check this out any at all. Um, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I think that, yeah, it's such a great idea because a lot of gamers and a lot of streamers were confused and not didn't know what to do, didn't know what's going to happen because all of our conventions are closed. <laughs> so this is awesome. Like, this is great. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, I mean, it it just wouldn't seem like summer if we didn't have these big announcements, those headlines mm-hmm. kind of coming out and the gameplay to build the hype train and all this stuff, especially in a, in a new console year like this, it would have been a, a, a big hole that, that was there to not have something like this. And, you know, we, we've seen other companies like Nintendo and, and Sony with, do some more digital events anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm just excited to have a couple months of announcements coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it- and I think they made a good point too. Not only this, but this also, because obviously everyone's trying to keep work churning and whatnot. Uh, advertisers, you know what I mean, are a big part of, uh, uh, you know, 
feeding that economy as far as with games and stuff like that. So I think it's also an opportunity on that side uh, for them to continue working with sponsors and and uh, br- generating uh, revenue for them while bringing content and in-game events and things like that for us. I, I am excited to see exactly what it entails because I'm, I'm still kind of, I'm just like, all right, it kind of sounds like they're just going to be doing some of the announces and, and, and or announcements and things like that that they typically would have done at like let's say GDC uh, or other a number of other uh, conventions that would be happening right now uh, so it's nice again we kind of talked about this as we started going into the pandemic uh, you know just the silver linings as far as uh, people looking to be innovative uh, about how they're going to be able to deliver content, how they're going to, you know, how they they could take this opportunity where you've got tons and tons of eyeballs now in this digital space, whereas before they had a choice whether they wanted to, you know, dabble in the digital space. Now they're kind of forced into it. So I think you're, you're seeing definitely a boost in numbers as far as uh, people just viewing content and stuff like that. So to see them come up with something like this i'm excited i think they could again take this opportunity and and capitalize on it we'll see what they do because uh we thought sony could do the same but they did not so much uh with their announcement <laughs> i mean it can't be any more awkward than than sony's last little speech thing that they did it can't be any more awkward than that to be fair though and and again we talked about this because we were like they could have taken that opportunity we understand that that was because i think that speech was geared for it was a developer's speech. Um, but again, they opened it up to the public. Uh, you know, the public is not gonna consume just nerdy teraflops and, and things like that. We wanna see the games, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, we thought that was a missed opportunity uh, from them as far as with that. But again, we'll, we'll see what this uh, entails exactly. Um, I did sign up, so I went ahead, I, I, I signed up uh, with my email. So I'll make sure to check back uh, as far as with this and, and let you guys know what the, the, the lowdown is. But uh, if you go to Summer Game Fest, uh, dot com. You could sign up again. I think they're basically just going to be pushing out alerts uh, as far as announcements and and things of that nature. And you know, speaking of new games on new systems, you know, we're going to get some gameplay on the Xbox Series X coming out on Thursday. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, that's tomorrow. And you know, as awkward as Sony has been. I've appreciated Microsoft kind of coming out, just kind of being as transparent as they can be. And yeah, let's just get to these games and let's see how they look. Yeah, I I think it'll be, uh, uh, I mean, again, I mean, we literally just said it. I want to see the games. So, you know, again, Xbox, Xbox seems to be, just kind of leading this push as far as with this next generation uh, of console battle, which is a little disappointing for me because again, I'm I am totally a Sony fanboy, uh, so I had higher expectations from them as far as how they were. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it. we don't need to go into it. I think their marketing has been absolutely terrible as far as with this uh, <laughs> with this console. It, I mean, it really has. Think uh-huh. about it. Like, we're going to be super secretive to where yeah. even developers are questioning what they need to do. It's like, uh, why? 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 Why would you? Why do you need to? Yeah, why? Why? And then Xbox is like, all right, Sony. Well, <laughs> okay, cool. Hey guys, this is what we got. Yeah, <laughs> and it's working better. Yeah, they're they're making it easy uh, for them. I feel, but at least we get to uh, on the seventh. I know that. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, 
We'll talk about it here uh, here in a few, but uh, I know Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla, I know that they're going to be doing a uh, uh, playthrough and uh, uh, some demoing of their games. I'll have to look and see what other games uh, are supposed to be demoing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is all kind of under that uh, summer game fest umbrella as well. Yeah. Uh, but. You know, we're Katie. What are your thoughts on these on the next generation Xbox, PlayStation? Are you is there anything that's got you like, oh yeah, I can't wait for it? I'm just excited. I'm just excited to see like all of like the different, just like the different, um, like I guess like I'm excited to see the the features, the different features that, cause I'm PS4 as well. I've never had an Xbox. So mm-hmm. um, I've had like PS1, PS2, and then I skipped the PS3. I don't know, I didn't even, I don't think the PS3 ever existed, but uh, PS4, uh, I'm just excited <laughs> to feel the different features that, that it's gonna bring. Um, I, I love it, I love um, how universal it is, not just for gaming, but for everything. And just like the quality, the quality of everything is gonna be cool. And then, um, yeah, and this whole summer game fest thing, I just think, you know, I think every every company is getting hit differently with this pandemic and they're not knowing how to handle it all. Um, and I think that that I don't, I don't know if I don't know if like Sony, you know, really got hit with that and didn't understand how to like, you know, get around it. And that's why they've been so weird about everything. Um, and I think this is just a learning curve for a lot of different companies, whether it's, you know, software whether it's, you know, game devs, what, you know, it's just, it's just going to be very different. But I think I really appreciate that they are trying to do something. And this could be like a new wave of, you know, like digital, you know, gaming conventions, which I think, you know, scares a lot of people because a lot of people like the, you know, the community and the interacting of going to gaming conventions and hanging out with their friends. But also like, you know, it's just another way, like you said, for people to play these games. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to see these games. I've seen a lot of like the cinematic trailers. And so I'm excited to see what these gameplays look like. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not a big Xbox fan, like at all. Um, <laughs> it's just not like, I'm just not into it. Um, I, I really like PS4 and I'm just really excited for just the different features and, um, just to see, I'm, I'm sad. I think it's, I think it was, uh, was confirmed that they don't have back back like you can't play you know old old games on these uh new no, 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 you can you can you they can. are yeah so i think i think at launch uh it's supposed to be like the top 100 games you should be able to play for ps5 oh out the game. okay yeah and then they're going to be adding to that to that uh um to that backlog there as far yeah. as uh yeah so that to me because i that was like one of the like the major like issues i had going from ps3 because i did have a ps3 it was very real for me but but i you know again i and this is kind of where uh like the last of us and stuff like that i had it on ps3 yeah but never got it for ps4 so i haven't played it since you know ps3 but again nothing was backwards compatible so i lost a lot of friends and, be, and the ability to play with my friends because they were still on ps3 whereas i had moved to ps4 See, I so think, yeah like and i haven't ever like experienced that before and that's going to be like really interesting being a streamer like when the ps5 or ps when a ps5 comes out like yeah like when do i when do i switch do i switch immediately like how does this work like you know like, do you switch when just all the games start coming out only on PS5 and you're like, I got to go, I got to get a PS5, I guess, because right. I can't play, you know, I can't play the new Last of Us or whatever, you know? 
Um, so I don't know like when that switch happens. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. But I like there's so many old games that I have like CDs for that I'm like, I want to play this. Mm-hmm. Can I just like pop this into it and just play it? And it's like, nope. <laughs> I'm just like, why not? Exactly. No, because I'm the same way. Like, my backlog is absolutely ridiculous. As a yeah. matter of fact, I was challenged on uh, the CFG Gamecast. I was I, I uh, made a bet with uh, one of my co-hosts, Davies, Davis, uh, that I will finish Metal Gear Solid Five <laughs> before the PS5 comes out, or I'm donating uh, $100 uh, to nice. the Extra Life charity, which I will be donating regardless. Yeah. Uh, but still challenge on game on i am finishing it for sure how, how far into metal gear, gear solid are you because that's a long game i know dude and here's the thing i don't think i'm that deep into it because i i, I started playing it and it was like kind of broken up play and then other games came out and i just kind of and, and it's terrible because metal gear is one of my favorite series so the fact that i haven't finished that last iteration of that game is is shame on me shame on me but i there's will finish it games, though there's a lot of games though there there's are so, so many good games there's so many games and there's so many games that like i said before like i because i'm not like a gamer you know like like from the beginning and like all through my life there's so many games that i still have not played before and like metal gear is on my list like i think i would really like metal gear like so mass good. effect like all these games that like i've never i just haven't had the opportunity to play yet um just because there's so many games out there and like when you join into the gaming world, you're having to play catch up, but also play the games that are coming out, you know, right now. Right. <laughs> and it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's fun though. I like it. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's uh, take a short break uh, and then uh, we'll be right back. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Bet Online still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. And welcome back, guys. Thanks for listening to that short message. And speaking of hot new games, Assassin's Creed just announced their new setting. And before we we jump into their new setting, let let me talk a little bit about how they revealed it. And so they had an artist start to draw a scene from it. Were you guys a fan of how they kind of built up to that reveal? I don't know that I saw the artist part of it. I'm not familiar. Can you I, I, explain that to me? Because I didn't catch that part. I've only seen like the the uh, cinematic trailer. Same. I'm with, uh, yeah, with Smitty on that one. So so honestly, the only reason why I saw this happening is because I was on Twitter and I saw Assassin's Creed tr- trending and they had an artist drawing I guess a scene or a shot from the game and they were building mm-hmm. up to that, and that was supposed to lead into, I'm guessing, the cinematic trailer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch all of it because uh, <laughs> it took a little bit for them to draw it out. And <laughs> um, 
I guess it was a way to build up hype and keep people talking and guessing, but I also found it just a little bit weird because it is not a quick process to create a work of art like that. And so it was kind of like uh, I kept checking in and I just kept seeing the person drawing. I was like, all right, well, um, (laughs) at some point they're going to be done, right? (laughs) It just kept going on and on and on. You're like, hey. I mean, and they had this epic music playing in the background, which was kind of cool at first, but then you get to like five or 10 minutes in and you're like, all right, so. Do you know how long it actually took? I don't. I don't know how long it actually took. You're like, I can't. I got to go like do some stuff. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like it would be cool. I, I, it, it sounds like the execution of it was uh, not necessarily, you know, maybe they didn't take that into, or maybe they didn't care and they're like, we know it's going to take a while. I think it would, maybe it would have been a little more effective had they pre-shot that or something and done it like at one and a half speed or something right. like that just to kind of speed it up a little bit. But uh, uh, interesting. That's I mean, I, I still, I you know, again, I still applaud uh, the innovation of it and them trying out something different uh, to kind of get into it, build that hype up and whatnot. Uh, and I'm guessing it was an artist that actually was a part of this project. I assume so. I, I I don't know for that for sure, but you can I, I bet on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's. I mean, just looking at this game, I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not a big uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, the only one that I ever played was Black Flag. Uh, however, I am a huge fi- uh, fan of Vikings. Uh, so out the gate, this looks awesome. I was yeah, just like, it looks really uh, cool. Yes, you're telling me Assassin's Creed mechanics with Vikings? Come on now, what's not to love with that? Mm-hmm. This game looks awesome. The uh, and, and I might have to go back too because I know that they they went and they actually kind of rebooted the series right with Origins and uh, oh my gosh. It was Origins, and then there was another one. Um, but essentially, I think they rebooted uh, this series because it, it did kind of get kind of weird. Uh, there were some there were some games uh, other than uh, the original Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Two. Uh, we talked about that a little bit, where that kind of really gave Assassin's Creed the exposure that it has now and and really it's got a solid community and there's a lot of people that enjoy this series uh I think it's a fantastic series I think it kind of did go off to the side but they've gotten it back on track so I'm super excited to see what they can do with this we already know within this world it is a it is a violent world to to see the, the, them now played out as Vikings uh this is going to be awesome what are your thoughts Katie why well, I, I actually have not played an Assassin's Creed game before, but Ooh. when I was younger, I watched a friend do a playthrough for probably like 10 hours or so of it. Um, and I, I thought it was cool. I just haven't, you know, had the opportunity to play one of the games yet. Um, but it's definitely on my long list of games to play. Um, and like, like, like you said about the Vikings, like I just, I love that as well. I think that's so cool. I love that culture and that, that environment. It's just really inviting. And um, I'm excited to see like, just how beautiful the game is. Like I get really hyped up about about the cinematics of a game and just like really appreciate it because I just know how much work goes in. I mean, these mm. games, they are worked on for, for, for years, for years to perfect and everything. And I just really get hyped about how beautiful a game looks. And so just from the trailer, I can only imagine just how pretty it is. And I don't know, in, in Assassin's Creed, do they have like in like camera like options where you could do like the photo mode? 
Do they have that in Assassin's Creed? Um, I want to say the last one or two have, or something similar. They yeah. have like an exploration mode kind of. Yeah, like that excites me. Like like Horizon Zero Dawn like had the photo mode, mm-hmm. and it was just like you just get stuck on that, and you know, mm-hmm. like and it's just like you're not even playing the game; you're just going around taking pictures. But it's just like <laughs> amazing, you know. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely, like I'm interested to to play this eventually. <laughs> um, and yeah, but I know there's like. There's like a hundred, there's like millions of Assassin's Creed games. There's like how many like thirteen or fourteen of them? Like it's not you, you can just you can just jump in now. Like like the overarching yeah. story is is muddled to to be kind. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like kind of what they started doing though too. Like even though it's still a series, I feel like each one is also kind of standalone as well. So you don't necessarily have to play the other ones in order mm-hmm. to be able to enjoy this. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that, especially as a uh, you know coming into the gaming world uh, when they've already had most of their games come out. I appreciate being able to jump into something and not have to play it from the beginning. Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see this through. Yeah, and it, not only that, but it's a good way to not only retain your old audience that's familiar with this and, and you know, have been waiting for this, but you're also given the opportunity for, for new people to come in and try out the game and be able to enjoy it as much as somebody that's been, you know, within the franchise since, you know, however long the franchise has mm-hmm. been out for. Mm-hmm, definitely. So. Yeah, no, it, it, it looks good. Uh, they're also uh, going to be demoing this at uh, the uh, on May 7th uh, here for that uh, Xbox uh, demoing. So I'm excited to see what they've got as far as uh, with this. I think this is going to be I think this Assassin's Creed is going to be one that uh, that their community really enjoys. I'm glad they're exploring uh this aspect of it because i mean i never again with those kind of mechanics uh you know i I don't know if you guys if you've never played an assassin's creed before the mechanics are pretty smooth Mm -hmm. uh or they've at least gotten them to where they're pretty smooth and it's a lot of fun just to interact with the environment you know going Mm -hmm. around and doing things not only that but they always like for the most part they have pretty solid storylines too so this is going to be this is going to be a good one for sure yeah, I, I'm I'm super excited for this one. Um, I think my favorite in this series so far has been Black Flag, um, but I have missed the last one or two. I haven't really played much, although everything I've heard about those that that they've been great. Um, the setting is obviously exciting, and I mean, yeah, it looks like a sweeping epic game. As a side note, I was doing some live research here. That drawing took at least four hours. <gasps> oh what? wow! So, <laughs> wait. So they had it going for four hours, and apparently, then revealed. Apparently, this article said the since the draw since the live stream of this drawing has been going on for four hours, excitement has started to wane. Yeah, which I I can see. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. That is absolutely bonkers. Again, I I, I feel like I. I appreciate the the thought and and the try. I think the execution then might have been a little bit. Uh, I mean, four hours. You're not going to stick around for four hours. But again, what do I know? There's a lot of people that do enjoy seeing uh, that kind of stuff being done and stuff like that too, especially with an artist that's involved uh, with mm-hmm. the game. So you know, it, it's hard to tell. Me personally, uh, I'm like. Eh! I'll pop in here and there, but I'm not yeah. gonna stick around and watch the whole thing. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with. I could just imagine myself being so excited for the trailer and then just waiting and then just waiting and then hours go by. I'm just like, where the heck is this trailer? Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yo, I think that that is going to do it for us today. Uh, Katie Bentz, again, thank you so much uh, for coming on, uh, being a part of the show. Again, uh, let us know, where can we find you on the interwebs? Yes, Katie Bentz, uh, mostly everywhere. And then again, uh, if you guys want to check out Mishmash TV, check that out as well on Twitch. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Again, yes, guys, uh, absolutely, Katie. Uh, again, guys, thank you so much uh, for joining us again. It's the middle of the week. We hope everyone is staying healthy. Everyone is staying safe. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at Lampartys Pod, uh, at Lucas Eggins. No, I'm sorry. That is, it is at Lucas Eggins on Twitter and or, or, and or Smitty2447 <laughs> uh, on Twitter as well or all the other socials. Again, guys, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we love your face.